previously on More Than We Can Chew. I had to watch Birth oh. of a Nation on my birthday. Like a year ago or something, I was watching like Batman Begins and I got choked up at one point. Wait, and really? Was, yes. And that was a moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm coming such a pussy. Like, what is <laughs> happening to me? What have you watched so far and what have you been like overrated? Because I feel like there Citizen are a lot Kane. of- number, yeah. number one on the list, fuck Citizen Kane. Yeah. Like I had low expectations and they were and not was... met. You familiar with John Wayne Bobbitt? The, oh, the, the guy uh, who got his dick, dick cut, cut off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a thing to be known for, but. Oh, look, here goes John Wayne. You know what happened yeah. to him, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he got his dick cut off. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows that. We don't talk about it. We don't talk hey, guys, about what it. are you talking about? Nothing. So, like, the Wait, thing. Plane. <laughs> Stupid fucking planes. You know, we're like less than a mile from LaGuardia. Oh, really? Yeah. We're really close. There's probably been so many planes going through and we haven't even noticed. Well, that's the thing. Like, I rarely, even if I'm out on the porch, like, I rarely hear a plane. Oh, really? Yeah. No, we really don't get them that often. Oh, wow. I know it's weird. We get them once in a while, but, like, no more than, like, it feels like your average place would get a plane. Like, We get planes over by my house. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah, exactly. If it was, like, in the direct flight, I mean, out of LaGuardia, we'd be never get any fucking sleep. <laughs> going 24 hours a day. Like, yeah, it's like when we look at this place, like, yeah, everything's great. Like, that's the kind of shit you don't know until, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. In, until yeah. you sign the lease. Like in Blues Brothers, where he walks in, and he's like, it's a nice place. And then the train comes rolling by, and he's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> or do you still hear it? No, we're good. Okay. We're good. I've also started watching uh, Downton Abbey, and I cry during that show a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> There's something about like, uh, do you watch? Have you watched it? No, I want to watch. I've heard good things. It's about it's it. good. It's good. I mean, you're getting you're getting a review right now through tears basically spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert no th- no there's 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 really no spoilers because oh, okay. it's retract this spoiler <laughs> all right everybody calm down with yeah. false alarm yeah. false start alarm. the presses again <laughs> wait we're not we're not going no sorry jim no you don't have to worry about the spoiler alert <laughs> like 25 people lined up with like noisemakers <laughs> like it's new year's eve like a little right. kid with like a pot in a pan like, yeah, ding, yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> Get him, get him away. Get him away. <laughs> get rid of that fucking guy. Jesus. He's ruining the sound quality. <laughs> um, so the show is, it's just about the beginning of, it's like, it starts right before World War One. Literally the first scene that happens is like them finding out the Titanic just sank. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's, that literally sets the whole show into motion. Like that event is the catalyst for everything that's cool i like when tv shows yeah. take like historical yeah yeah and, and they they do in. it really they do it really well i it's actually just one guy i think like he does it really well wow um it's a lot more like a book it's really historical fiction in a way because these things are happening around this family and it completely changes the family dynamics and it actually shows you like how things are changing like things are changing in the outside world and how it affects this family like immensely because they're they're like an old aristocratic family yeah. so they're like like he's like a lord of this town and like it, it sounds like old-timey game of thrones <laughs> yeah. shit like he's yeah. like but he literally lives in a castle 
and <laughs> he lives in a castle and he has all these servants and he doesn't work that was the, that was one thing i was very surprised about like apparently no one in the aristocracy works you're just rich already, you're just rich that's all that's to what you are money. yeah nice yeah like I, I actually don't think that their money at that point comes from taxes or anything like that um like it's not like they're collecting taxes and giving it to the monarch it's mm-hmm. totally different at that point it's more of a modern aristocracy but nobody works and they, <laughs> what do they just do all day <laughs> that's that is exactly it like what do they do all day and i was actually i was watching the show and i was like someone a few years ago said to me like when i used to work at the library and this woman was saying like i like the show but this is all it is they get ready for a meal they have a meal they get ready for a meal they have a meal they get ready for a meal they have a meal and that is exactly the show because that is all the aristocracy does like sounds like good tv (laughs) well you wouldn't think that no i I know i know but it is it's really it's really good drama in a way because like it's not like they have all these outside things where it's like oh the boss is coming to dinner tonight like honey get ready yeah derp but um it creates this really uh interesting thing where it's like they don't have all these outside stimulus happening in their lives so literally all that is happening in their lives it's what's happening in a house or what's happening outside affecting the house yeah and the other part of it too is like the servants inside inside the house like and how their dynamics and like how there's this power struggle kind of and but one thing that fucking i always choke up at is when and i don't know why is when the upper class is kind to the to the lower class like i don't know why but when like maggie smith in it is in it and she is the fucking best i wasn't like a huge maggie smith fan before i am fucking all about maggie smith now she is the best um that's mcgonagall right yeah 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 Yeah. like and like that's how i think of her yeah or i think of her as like from i or i think of her from like wendy or the the older wendy from hook oh she was in yeah with robin williams she was in that as uh as the older wendy and that so like that's how i think of her but as like lady grantham she's like the shit um and she just has this she's like very naturalistic uh she's she's amazing but whenever she shows like because like her character is very like hoity-toity and very like trying and very conservative and trying to keep the try she's very much trying to keep the status quo but whenever she like breaks away from that and is like not out of character but is kind to like her servants or like shows them that they're people yeah which would seem out of character for an aristocrat is like you would think i'm up here you're down there and let's that's the way that that's way. let's keep it that way i don't want to talk to you you know out of sight out of mind or not out of sight out of mind but like sir it's like servants should be uh seen and not heard kind yes. of deal but when I agree with that <laughs> sentiment. james yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> water refill please <laughs> thank you um but whenever she should like there's this one part where this housemate is crying and she like takes an interest and she's like what's wrong dear and they have like this little heart to heart and she like shows that like she tells like the maid basically like you're fine like you're good like just do like you did a good thing like don't think that what you're doing is a bad thing because you did a good thing and you you very much love this person and that's why you did a good thing and i was like she does love her 
McGonagall is so what? <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, I was like getting choked up. And that literally happens like two or three times an episode. <laughs> and every time, not and not just with Maggie Smith. It's like any time there's like an interact, like the butler in the house has very like strong affection. Not like, not like in terms of like, not in like terms of like romantic love, but almost like a fatherly presence for this one woman in the house. Yeah. Um, he's been there since she was a little girl. So he's like grown up with her and you know knows all about knows her and they've spent their whole lives together basically yeah and at one point there's this moment where and and one thing is like you never see and i noticed this very early on is like you never see anyone like shake hands what do they do they just stand with their hands behind their backs yeah that you just show up and Mm -hmm. like i think the aristocrats shake hands but you'll never see like even if there's like a moment where it's like ah good job or like, uh, oh, hello, or anything like that. Like, servants and aristocrats never shake hands. They never, oh, yeah. They, like, it's very, like, it is very separated in that way. Yeah. But, so even when there's, like, a moment, like, a heart-to-heart moment, and there's, like, some, like, there's some transference of, like, no, we're both people in this moment, there's still no, like, hugging. Yeah. But there's one moment where the butler... Uh, his name is um, Carson. He hugs this woman, this woman that he's like grown up her whole life because she's like so distraught about something. And I was like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. She's <laughs> just like, he's hugging her and she's letting him hug her. And it's so, it's just so nice. <laughs> so, but correct me if I'm wrong, the things you're getting like overwhelmed about are like things that should be anyway. Yeah. yeah like it's like, oh, the aristocrat let the man hug her. Like that's well, like yeah. you're like that that warms your heart. Yeah, well no, what's warming my what's warming my heart is the fact that people are forgetting about their boundaries for a second and just realizing that they're both people. Yeah. And that's what I'm actually like becoming emotional about is the fact that people are forgetting like I'm up here, you're down here. Right. But at this moment, we're just people. And I'm letting you know what's going on. Or <laughs> I'm reassuring you. Or I'm doing something. I think that's what I'm really... Like, not the fact that, like, yeah, this should be happening. Just yeah. because we're... Like, it's the it's the fact that they're forgetting about... Like, they're not bringing any baggage to the situation <laughs> other than this drama that's happening right now. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I was just being an asshole. I, mean, I, I understand where it comes from. Yeah, no, I just... It's, but it is ridiculous that I'm, like, sitting at my computer and just, like, have to hit my space bar to be like... <laughs> oh, it's that much? You have to pause? Well, not not like... Uh, I'm, exa- I'm Embellishing I'm, a little? I'm embellishing a little bit. But the fact that I'm, like, in my... I'm, like, sitting on my couch, like, just... Yeah. Like, there's no other humans around me. I'm literally just watching a TV show and just yeah. like getting choked up about about the fact that there's two people hugging, like which is just it's like, good TV, so man. It's good TV. Do you like get choked up in movies a lot? Um, sometimes I, uh, I mean, Schindler's List, obviously. I think you, right. you must not have a soul if you don't feel something during that movie i mean um, i i felt i actually don't think i choked up during that movie so you don't have a soul but yeah, I'm gonna i feel like that. i felt like immense sadness and anger yeah that like i didn't feel nothing i wasn't going through right it, yeah i think there's yeah was, yeah i yeah. um yeah i mean maybe it doesn't like outwardly you know manifest as like getting like physically choked up but i yeah i i 
I feel things pretty strongly in movies. Right. Inside Out, that was that was a feels. Oh fest. yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, literally it yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of Pixar movies do that. They're really good at like yeah. balancing. I actually remember. Um, did you see Monsters University? No. That one really hit home for me. Like, and I thought like a uh, Monsters University, whatever. Yeah. It's just gonna be like a bad follow up, kind the kind of thing that they would do like. That would go straight to video, but they're just releasing it in the theater. And yeah, they're kind of it's kind of like a money grab, and I was like totally blown away by that movie because the message in the movie is it's okay to not be what you want to be. Did we talk about this? I talked about Maybe. this with somebody. I remember hearing this and being like horrified. I, I don't. I don't remember. I, I remember, remember telling my sister about this. Like, I, I wasn't sure if it was ago, us, but I know I was talking to somebody about Monsters University and like yeah. how that is like the message, but it's not actually necessarily like because I, when I first heard that, I was like, that sounds like harmful. No, to no, kids, no. It's, but it's like it's it's almost like reassuring in a way where it's just like if you've grown up your whole life wanting to be this one thing, and then for whatever reason you can't. Don't worry about it. Right. Like you'll find another way. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. Like, right. It's gonna be okay. And that that's basically the message of the movie. Like it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Like you don't have to. Sorry. It's not like a defeat or whatever. Yeah. It's like just it's just changing the plan. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like this doesn't ruin your plan. Yeah. This just changes it. Right. And now now you just need to figure out a, a new way. Yeah. And but you'll get there. And that's that was the whole message of the movie. And like at that point, I was like going through this kind of crisis within me, where I was like, I'm not doing the things that I want to do. I'm yeah. not, you know. And I was like really nervous about it all the time. And then I saw this movie, and I was like, Oh, okay. I guess like I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I mean, I have to, I have to worry about it. But if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. Right. Like. The world's going to keep turning no matter what I do. Yeah. So I might as well just learn to like work with it rather than trying to fight it all the time. Totally. And I don't think I got choked up in that movie, but I definitely came away from it being like, that was a life-changing movie for me. Yeah. Like where, where the same thing happened in, um, Adventureland. Do you, do you remember that? Never saw that. Um, I know what it is. I remember the trailers. I never saw it. It was, it was kind of like this movie that, that they, touted as like because it was the director of super bad mm-hmm. so they touted it as like oh we're going to market it as if it's the next super bad but it actually is like a like a tragic comedy in a way where all these characters want these things and then through a series of events they don't get those things and realize that those things are potentially harmful for them so they have to you know they have to pivot and change their plans completely because otherwise they're just not going to be happy yeah. if they keep going for this one thing that's not going to happen. Right. Um, and that was also a movie where I was like, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Like this is this is some deep shit happening. Meanwhile, right. like the commercial is like, he got a boner. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah, they're just <laughs> like they so like I feel like the studios get the movie and they're like, all right, no one's gonna come see this. How do we fool them into? Yeah, exactly. Coming? The same thing happened. Um, <clears throat> uh, Spy, where yeah. the you thought it was just gonna be like another stupid like 
farcical slapsticky movie yeah. and then it turns out to actually have like a real heart and you're like what the fuck yeah i've heard a number of people now have said like spy was actually really good yeah I yeah didn't believe it I was yeah like, it's, wow. it's insane they, like they, it looks just like another it looks like whatever melissa mccarthy movie came out last summer yeah like, exactly just, yeah like i didn't did you see the heat no i saw the heat and i didn't really like it that much yeah like kathy liked it um my sister liked it and i was just like all right maybe it's just like maybe it's just a thing i don't like yeah and i heard good things about it from other people so i was like all right it's definitely just not my taste yeah so i thought it was going to be another like that movie like i some people have said that like melissa mccarthy hasn't really been able to like lead a movie mm-hmm. because like every movie she's every movie she's in that is successful she's not really like the star she's like the you know the second banana or like the comic relief like in yeah. bridesmaids like that's kind of that was kind of like her breakout role but she's kind of she's kind of like a, a tertiary character in that story right. and then in the heat she's kind of like the co-star but the movie is really about sandra bullock's character and then and then she did that one movie i think it was like tammy yeah that wasn't very good and yeah, then she did like stupid. identity theft which yeah. wasn't very good and then that's the same thing i expected like Oh, uh, it's just now she's a spy. Melissa yeah. McCarthy is a spy. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, um, it's like what is the Rock getting into this week? Yeah. Oh, he's now he's uh, now he's saving people in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> this week he's a babysitter, and yeah. now he's the Tooth Fairy. I thought it was going to be like that, and it right. turned out not to be. It actually turned out to be like a really good movie. See, it's amazing that they like can't emphasize the fact that it's a good movie they have to yeah because they cut it like i'm sure if you put those trailers like side by side they're cut exactly the same way yeah like you know punchy punchy setup joke joke crazy reaction shot like, yeah yeah, from yeah. The explosion yeah. yeah yeah and this is like the reason that we have so many superhero movies now it's like people just want the studios think like people want the same thing over and over again yeah and or they just want different versions of the same thing right which is true in a way but if you keep giving the same things over and over again eventually people are going to get sick of it like if a restaurant had the same special every day yeah. you'd be like come on it's change not it up the a little special bit. yeah it's yeah. not the special anymore yeah yeah sure people want people are going to want like spaghetti and meatballs and grilled chicken and you know baked ziti but if, if every once in a while you don't have like like a you know rack of lamb with a garlic sauce and yeah and roasted shallots on the side like and instead of that like now your special is just another spaghetti and meatballs yeah. but now we put uh red sauce on it whereas yeah. before we just put butter on it yeah. like it's like oh, oh they wow. have the red sauce now well this kind of just tastes I like definitely. the other spaghetti and meatballs yeah yeah like uh, well it's, they're so afraid to lose money so they have to go yeah. with a sure thing but there's no such like jack the giant slayer like oh people love like also i don't know where the fuck that idea was like oh people love jack and the beanstalk <laughs> it's so topical like, yeah 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 so like they, I, they was that did you see that movie? no i heard no. it was garbage they oh, okay. lost they lost like 350 million dollars or something oh really like, oh yeah they i lost, thought it was successful no they lost uh, money on that big time they uh, lost they lost hundreds of millions on that movie ugh and like Battleship, they're like, oh, people love the board Battleship. game Battleship. Yeah, Let's yeah, make yeah. a movie about Battleship. It's like, no, like, look at what Netflix is doing. Netflix is going, like, they're trying all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, like, yeah I think yeah. it's awesome. Have, did you see the trailer for Narcos? I did. I, I wasn't stuff. I wasn't into Dude, it. Dude, I can't get enough of shit like that. Oh, yeah? I fucking love, like, just ruthless criminals. <laughs> I 
love it. It's I love awesome. I love ruthless I criminals. Do. If there's any ruthless criminals out there, see, I can't stand out. that stuff. Really, I really love can't. Because I'm just like, it's something that bothers me about The Sopranos, where I'm just like, I just want to see Tony get caught. Like <laughs> really? I, yeah, like I really, I really can't stand where someone doesn't have um, scruples. Yeah. Like, if there's no sense of, like, there there has to be a sense of, like, I'm doing a bad thing, but I'm doing a bad thing because of X. Right. Like, if you're just doing a bad thing, I don't want to watch that. I do. <laughs> I'm actually more fast. I'm, the, the thing is, I'm just, I'm fascinated by that lifestyle. Because, like, the, I, that's, I think the thing about organized crime that appeals to me is, like, it's like so much more of a hassle, in my opinion, than like just right. getting like a real job. Because <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you yeah. still have to like attack people and be yeah. all menacing and yeah. like cheat on your taxes and uh-huh. like jump through all these hoops just to make probably not that much more money if you put in like by hour and also the massive risk of like going to prison forever <laughs> For, or getting murdered or right, something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the it's, cons definitely outweigh the pros to yes. me. It's like it's like okay, I have a bunch of money, yeah. and power that I like maybe really can't spend because if I spend too much of it, I'll get caught. Right. Yeah. But like that's that honestly fascinates me about that. Right. That okay life choice. I mean, I I understand that in in a certain degree. It's like it's kind of like fun to see like it, it, to me it would be like it would be good to see this person like crash and burn. Sure. But. Or like have like, well, that's why Goodfellas is such a great movie. I think because like yeah. they show like the highs are really high, but then yeah, the lows yeah. are really really low. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like it's it's like okay, like now we're start we're gonna be at the top over here, and we're gonna be having fun, and we're gonna be doing this, and yeah. now we're gonna be down here, and it's gonna get really 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 fucking shitty. Yeah, yeah. but there are some things where like the sopranos where it's like things got shitty but like at the end of the day he was still just like an asshole like <laughs> yeah. like he didn't really yeah. want to change he didn't no, he really had no desire to change yeah, yeah like and and that was a good thing about breaking bad it's like he started doing bad things because he he wanted to be a good person in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. And then he kept doing bad things because he liked doing bad things. Yeah, he enjoyed it. He enjoyed doing bad things, but then it became hard for him to do good things as a bad person. Right. So, like, I enjoyed that sense of, like, okay, I have to do this because of X. Now I have to do X because I kind of like it. Right. And I actually <laughs> am good at it. Yeah. And now, now I have to do a good thing, but I can't because I'm a bad person. Right. <laughs> so it kind of... Um, or I have to do a good thing in a bad way yeah. instead of doing a bad thing in a, in the way a good person does a bad, in, in the way a good person does a bad thing. Right. But if you're just a bad person doing a bad thing, love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're so, I'm you're there. Yeah. You're there in an instant. Yeah. Did you uh, watch Boardwalk Empire? No. Fucking love I that. couldn't get into uh, it. Al Capone. Just no. Complete maniac. I just, yeah, I, like, I get, believe me, I get it, but I just, I it's love just, that shit. I don't know what it is. I just can't stand. I'm not going to say I hate seeing good things happen to bad people be, or yeah, bad think, things happen. I like, I like seeing bad things happen to good people. As long as at the end, there's like a good thing. There's like some sort of redemption. Like obviously a bad thing is going to have to happen at some point to to make it go down. But then yeah. you should come back up at the end. Sure. 
But if you're just a bad person that good things are happening to constantly, yeah. and there's an at no point does a bad thing happen to you to like take you down a notch or like leave you there at the end because you've done all these bad things and all these good things are happening. Like I just can't. It, I hate it so much. Like I need some sort of justice because it makes you realize that you should be an organizer. <laughs> That's you're jealous. You're jealous. Maybe these, I am a little jealous, jealous that these, these people can get away with it, yeah, and exactly. I can't. Yeah, but. <laughs> I just <laughs> maybe maybe that's my whole thing i'm just mm-hmm. je- i'm just severely jealous of the fact that bad people can do bad things and without not consequence. Ha- without consequence yeah, yeah exactly it's pretty awesome fucking assholes <laughs> so the thing to me with the afi list like there's a there's a lot of good movies on there i mean there's the raging bull um taxi driver yeah, yeah. anything yeah jaws anything by like, martin scorsese yeah, exactly. is basically on there exactly but then all right like this is another this is an example of like the wizard of oz yes it's a classic is that really one of the best movies of all time again if you strip away the context like the fuck is happening in that movie anyway like is (laughs) it really is it that amazing i actually think it's a very good movie really yeah yeah i I think it's good but i i don't know if it's one of the would you put it in the 100 best movies of all time category i mean that's the other thing it's like what are we considering best here it's like are we considering the fact that it was like it was like a groundbreaking movie like does that figure into the fact that it's a really good movie that it that it broke some ground in the fact in the sense that it's like here's this fucking crazy feminist musical that right. like that has all these fantasy elements and goes into color technicolor at some point like are we considering that as like that's the best thing because like is the story great no the, the, no like, <laughs> i mean it's not it's weird okay what it's like one of the first things i learned in, in screenwriting at school was like never make it that everything was all a dream because it eliminates yeah, yeah, yeah. all the stakes of what yeah. just happened nothing just happened right oh <laughs> it was all a dream like right. oh okay well the hell was i watching it for well i i mean isn't the fact that though that like she learns through her dream that like like it's not just like oh well that was none of that happened so none of that matters it's like she learns the the fact that like i'm never gonna run away now because i know that like whatever that home is where i should be sure sure she learned yes she learns a lesson absolutely right but people learn lessons and right when things actually happen right yeah yeah, too like yeah yeah (laughs) that's true (laughs) um the other thing that can be said about that is like was it all a dream because you can you can think about it like that like maybe it wasn't all a dream yeah. and she just returned like i forget how she goes back to like a hot Kansas. air balloon or something right Isn't no it? she just he goes away and then she's like oh all you had to do was click your heels three times you could have oh, gone yeah. well that's the other thing about that movie where yeah where the, the fuck wi- yeah <laughs> the witch i forgot is like, about that <laughs> where the witch is like you could have gone home the whole time really and uh, you were going to tell me when. Yeah. When I almost got killed by the fucking flying monkeys and shit. Jesus Christ, lady. <laughs> yeah, like they Why did you send me on this wild goose chase <laughs> to find the wizard who was just some hack behind a curtain? Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, maybe uh well maybe Glenda or Glinda? Glenda? Glinda? Glinda? I, I think it's Glenda. Yeah. Maybe Glinda had her own political machinations going where she's like, "All right, these are 
two things I got to do. I got to get rid of that witch mm-hmm. because this witch is already dead. Yeah. So I got to get rid of her. Yep. And then I got to get rid of that wizard guy because he's holding me back because I want to rule over all this land. Maybe she's not a good witch. So it actually becomes like this total dystopian right. like, hellhole. Yeah, after, maybe. After Dorothy unwittingly unseats like the actual just powers. Right, the, yeah, yeah. Know. Maybe maybe Glinda is actually a power-hungry tyrant yeah. in, in waiting. And the other two are keeping her in check because they're doing so bad that she has to fix all of their problems. But now that they're gone, she's going to fix everything. Yeah. But not the way that is ever desirable. Like the thing that always happens is like you want to be you want to be the best person. You want to be the the greater you want to do for the greater good. Yeah. But that means that some people are going to die. Yeah. The munchkins are the first. The munchkins to go. are the first to go. Yeah. What a waste of time and resources they are. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We can't we can't be having these munchkins just running around willy-nilly they have all the gold yeah exactly like yeah no and we'll just take it from them (laughs) yeah i like it (laughs) yeah i never thought about that like maybe glinda had her own thing going on there and that's the reason that she said that she was like she didn't say in the first place like because the whole she's not keeping her there just so she can learn a lesson no glinda doesn't give a fuck exactly she's keeping her there so she can take out so glinda doesn't have to take out the other two people she can have Dorothy take them out mm-hmm. by herself. So maybe you are compelled by bad people, <laughs> Mr. Mitchell. <laughs> maybe that's what you liked right. all along. <laughs> now I'm going to wake up from a dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the lesson is clear. <laughs> well, if uh, unsympathetic protagonists are now my favorite. Now I'm going to wake up and my mom's going to be there. And <laughs> <laughs> now I know for real, mom. <laughs> That I care about the people that are bad. What? What, what the hell are you, what talking, are you talking about? about? I came in here because you were screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you were just screaming, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to see how my mom reacts to this newfound, uh, newfound what? Newfound interest. Newfound interest on this. If you want to Fancy. find out what my... <laughs> if you want to find out what my mom uh, thinks of this new lease on life that I have about liking unsympathetic characters uh you can email us at more than we can chew at gmail.com you can also uh tweet us at more than we can ch which is more than we can chew without the ew mm-hmm. i think we gave enough suggestions for this week that we don't really we gave like i'm gonna say i'm just gonna throw out a number like fourteen thousand suggestions mm-hmm. that people should. so go check out all those things we talked about yes and uh also Please subscribe to us uh, through iTunes, mm-hmm. and if you like the show, give us a five-star review, and that helps us immensely. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it helps a lot. It helps us. You don't. You have no idea how much it helps. Help, help us the way that Glinda helps Dorothy mm-hmm. by doing really nothing. We are trying to dominate the world <laughs> yeah, and exactly. destroy the munchkins, so if you want to see that happen. <laughs> Please uh, subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Um, I don't know, Matt. Anything else? Uh, I would, I mean, I know we've talked about it, but just check out that AFI list because it, maybe it'll, you know, remind you of some movies you, you were meaning to see mm-hmm. or, you know, I mean, I, ultimately, realistically, I'm probably not going to watch all of them, but like, <laughs> right. like it was like, oh yeah, Jaws, never seen that. Gotta well, see Jaws. I guess like, you can do like two a week and do it, right? Oh no, it's not, it's not a time thing. It's just oh, that okay. I, like, I've already seen titles on there. I'm like, oh. I can art like I don't even know what this is about. It's, it's, <laughs> I've never heard of this one. It's called never... like the best days, and it came out in, like 1944. Like, uh... 
who gives a fuck? Yeah, no. <laughs> is it is it really the best movie if I've never heard of it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've heard of a lot. <laughs> I've heard of a lot of fucking movies. I'm pretty worldly. <laughs> I'm Mike Mitchell. I'm Matt Kenny. Bye. Bye.